Happy Friday. I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, and this is Important Not Important. This is the audio version of our community's webby and shorty-nominated newsletter. If you're new here, welcome. Your newsletter pairs the most vital science news of the week with specific data-driven action steps that you can take to fight for a better future for everyone. You can get your newsletter in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com or listen to it right here. A little intro today. White supremacy has poisoned the planet and continues to fuel terrorism in the U.S. full stop. This country was built on the backs of Black and Asian labor, and we have never reconciled the wounds that white men inflicted on those groups. It's well past time to do so. It's a big day when you share the newsletter using your unique referral link that you can find in the emailed version of this newsletter, you get entered into a raffle to win an iPad. If you win an iPad, we'll select someone that you referred to win one too. And the more you share, the better chances you have. One referral equals one ticket. All right, let's get into this week. A little note from Quinn. Even pre-pandemic, I didn't spend too much time alone in my house. My wife and I have an army of children and canines. The chaos is both eternal, but also ever-changing. In the very few moments where I am left alone, I freeze up. The list of things I could do are so numerous, it becomes impossible to choose. Nap, read a book anywhere I want, uninterrupted, take a shower, watch a movie, cook and eat a meal in peace, play a video game, clean and organize. Many of these are spur-of-the-moment ideas. Some have been waiting for the right moment for years. Some are the first steps in a new project I haven't had a chance to begin. Inevitably, I stand frozen in the middle of the living room, the moments and minutes passing by, furiously unable to decide, a world of options suddenly and perhaps only momentarily within my grasp, finally, and then they come home, and I long for what could have been. Stuck between either or. This is where we find ourselves with regards to finally taking on the climate crisis in a real way. We may be on the cusp of a necessary transformation of our society and infrastructure, our last best chance, a fleeting moment, decades of plans aching to be executed, new technologies and possibilities, a glimmer in our eye, armed with more historical and real-time data than we know what to do with, carried on the shoulders of a bigger tent than we could have ever imagined, and we're spending our energy on who gets to go first. Should we just do low-hanging fruit? or chase potential game-changing tech? Should we support indoor farms or repair our soil? Should we only decrease new emissions or try to remove them too? COVID is an interesting comparison. It's not masks or vaccines. It's both because 2,000 Americans are dying a day, which is a recent low. But for example, 200,000 Americans a year are dying from air pollution. That's 547 a day, and that's just deaths. That's just worst-case scenario. And that's still more than annual gun deaths or motor vehicle collision deaths. Guns are those devices expressly designed to kill other living things that we hand out without permits. And motor vehicles are one-ton missiles driven at 85 miles an hour by 16-year-olds, alongside hundreds of other faulty humans going the same speed, all while Snapchatting. Pollution is worse than both of those. The climate crisis is the most complicated and comprehensive problem we've ever faced. It makes pull 7,000 ships up on this French beach at 6.30 a.m., look like very small potatoes. So again, for example, the fewer cars versus electric cars versus e-bikes versus public transportation fight is wasteful. We need to do all of it. Prioritization is great. We need to pull the biggest levers immediately. We know how effective those can be. So let's go right now. But we need to make decisions looking forward to achieve the entire goal. And that means reducing new emissions entirely by regulating them out of existence while simultaneously exploring new opportunities led by people who are willing to spend their money to find out just how impactful they could be. We should let them. 
If we're going to proclaim that everyone can and needs to participate in this fight, that every skill set counts and can move the needle, then we need to stop infighting about doing either or because it's a waste of time. It's exclusive and the single best way to push people right back out of the fight. All right, in climate change and clean energy news, the most powerful Joe there is. With COVID relief out of the way for now, the two biggest items to get us to a cleaner, more just future are passing the two voting rights bills and D.C. statehood and passing a suite of climate policy. The voting rights bills would ensure that people who believe in fixing the climate won't suddenly lose power all over again in 2022 and possibly forever, nullifying anything we do before then. Climate policy, from clean electricity standards to EVs, will almost certainly come in waves, not in one big bill. Some of it can be done through reconciliation, some not. But either way, everything above has to go through one man, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, a Democrat somehow representing a state Trump won by 40 points. Where Manchin goes, America goes. Where America goes, the world goes. So here's what that means. It means everything else pales in comparison for the time being. It means if we pass stuff now, it could just be reversed in a matter of months. But not unlike the write about your summer vacation essay or elect two senators from Georgia or we die campaign, constraints are helpful. So your action step, join 2 million other progressives at Stand Up America to help get this legislation passed ASAP. In COVID news, waiting is the hardest part. Some of you have got your first or second shots already. That's so great. We're putting 2 million shots in arms every day now. You and the people you love will be much safer soon. But not as soon as some of you think. From The Atlantic, immunity to the coronavirus doesn't just magically manifest the day someone gets a shot. The CDC does not grant membership to the fully vaccinated club until at least two weeks after the final dose in a vaccine regimen, a time that roughly corresponds to when most people are thought to acquire enough immunity to defend against a symptomatic case of COVID-19. Only then, the agency announced last week, can vaccines start to carefully change their behavior, mingling maskless and small groups indoors, visiting the unvaccinated on a limited basis, and skipping post-exposure quarantines. So your action step? Forward this to friends and be smart before you get yours and for two weeks after. In medicine and biotech news, Black women opt out. If our vast, racist public health inequities weren't widely known before COVID, they are now but that doesn't mean they're getting better. From the New York Times, black mothers in the United States are four times as likely to die from maternity-related complications as white women. In New Jersey, it's even more alarming. A black woman is seven times as likely to die from pregnancy-related causes as a white one. A growing awareness of these disparities, along with the fear of giving birth in a hospital during a pandemic, is leading some pregnant black women to seek out other options. Representative Lauren Underwood's Momnibus package will invest in community-based care for Black mothers, maternal health data collection, and support mental health for postpartum mothers, among others. We'll have more to come on this bill soon. Wink. Your action step, Meghan Markle would love if you donated to and or call your representative to support new mothers and newborns using this easy tool developed by Every Mother Counts and supported by her Archwell Foundation. Find the link in the newsletter. In food and water news, all dried out. The West's mega drought continues. From Vox, communities across the West have already felt the impacts of the latest drought, starting with last year's devastating wildfires. The growing drought over the summer dried out vegetation, priming the landscape to burn. Now, as water reserves plummet, New Mexico state officials are encouraging farmers to not plant crops, the Wall Street Journal reported. Reservoirs are also troublingly low in California and snowpack, 
which serves as a critical water bank for the state, is at 61% of the average for early March. The lifestyle of the continental U.S., from agriculture to housing, is unsustainable, but more problematic, I know, is that so few communities are prepared for what's happening. Three-quarters of the West water goes to crops, and yet thousands of wells will also run dry. Here's your action step. Did you know that educating young women is one of Drawdown's most effective methods of reducing emissions? It's Women's History Month, so let's build a better future. Donate to social entrepreneurs working on education in the developing world through Acumen Fund. In AI news, building a bigger AI umbrella. The Industrial Revolution was designed by white men and powered off the backs of marginalized minorities. The Artificial Intelligence Revolution might leave people of color out entirely if we don't get our shit together real fast. From the New York Times, Dr. Timnit Gebru was pushed out of Google without a clear explanation. She said she had been fired after criticizing Google's approach to minority hiring and with a research paper highlighting the harmful biases in the AI systems that underpin Google's search engine and other services. Your life starts getting worse when you start advocating for underrepresented people, Dr. Gebru said in an email before her firing. You start making the other leaders upset. As Dr. Mitchell defended Dr. Gebru, the company removed her too. She had searched through her own Google email account for material that would support their position and forwarded emails to another account, which somehow got her in trouble. Here's what that means. Many of our news items aren't really breaking news, but updates on the disruptive, vital macro stories affecting our society every day, from jet streams to machine learning. The biases of the past built right into the data and intelligences of the future is one of those vital stories, and we'll do our best to keep you updated and to stand up for what's right. Your action step? Expand your mind. Follow our new Twitter list featuring some of the most influential women in AI ethics with one click. The link is in the newsletter. All right, the roundup. Elizabeth Warren and AOC sent Biden a cash app request for $500 billion for public transportation. Breaking, the Guardian's got receipts. Fossil fuel firms knew since at least 1968 how dangerous PM 2.5 particles can be. Green hydrogen has three times more energy than fossil fuels and renewable energy could make it affordable. It's a big bet. India might try to go net zero by 2050. Here's six charts showing how hella hard that's going to be. Is California's solar market working too well? What the? F Lessons from COVID. Ask people to do better, not perfect. Scientists are debating growing lab embryos past 14 days. Find out what that means. Still need some help understanding the most impactful climate solutions? Drawdowns launched their 101 course with a star-studded cast. All right, that's it for this week. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, just go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thank you as always for being a part of our community and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.